this world literally honors people who produce. And what I realized was, if you're ever going to get on, you know, a certain level, meaning that people recognize you, you gotta produce like they produced before you're even recognized. And I don't know if that made sense, Ma, but like it clicked to me like, yo, it like I gotta produce like they produce. It's just, I gotta produce like that in the dark. And then somebody's gonna recognize one day that I'm producing like that. This week, our show is brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made with GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric? Just to name a few. So make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash success. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in beast mode. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. Ah, what's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What's going on y'all, what it do? Oh man, I got Dr. Dr. King in the building. It's a little early out there. Look dark in there. What's going on, brother? Man, just getting my Casper the Friendly Ghost on. What you building over there, uh-huh. Wes? Yeah. Are y'all building anything over there right now? Are you building a, a, oh, a state-of-the-art kitchen? Um, it's, it's, it's funny that you asked that. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, we just actually completed a, um, a batting cage, a baseball facility for wow. Little Jay. Yeah, so it's he I said a facility, y'all. Don't don't miss that. He said a facility. Yeah, so now we got the King Sports Complex. We got the tennis court. We got the batting cage, and then now we're about to um, actually next month start working on the basketball court. Indoor um, basketball hey, if you court. get some go karts for me, bro, I, <laughs> man, I I appreciate that because I want to do the batting cage. I don't really shoot hoops that well, so I'll be out there for about five minutes before I get discouraged, and then I get on the go karts and hit. I hit 40, 40 second all the way down to Man. 49th and come back. <laughs> hey, sound like he going to Harold's Chicken. That's yeah, what it right, sounds like. Right, right. And get some chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of shooting hoops, well, did y'all see Steph? Yeah, oh, my. I don't know if y'all been bro. seeing what this boy doing. Yeah, he on the tear. You seen him, E? Yeah, I did. What did he score? Almost 50, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he had 49. But I'm saying he hit, I think, 72, 73 threes in the last 10 games. I Bruh, think he that was the... Hill that came back. That's the name, George Hill. I think mm-hmm. they just signed my man up, and he almost broke his ankles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had no, my that, man that, That's a bad broke. game to come back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, what a game. You want, you don't want to come back against Steph, so anyway. And then I he had to that. they had to check him full time because Simmons was out, so he had, it was his first yeah. assignment. Mm. No, little little bro, little tried checking for a minute, but yeah. I'm like, no, bring no. me back against no. the Pistons. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> who the Pistons got? Right. 
that's the game I want to make my return. Hey, um, if, if you Seth Curry, though, like, shouldn't you know some of these moves? Like, y'all been playing y'all whole life. I'm just hurt. Well, he, he wasn't was, playing like that when y'all was little. He wasn't playing like that. He been practicing yeah. since wow. they was. Whenever they checked each other, that was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, he bro, picked I up some moves since then. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, Douglas, what's going on, man? How, how's uh, the mitten treating you? You still? You, oh, man. <laughs> Man, it's so lying? cold this morning, Ma. <laughs> Bro, we back to Ma, winter. Ma, it's so cold. Somebody <laughs> lied to me, Ma. But well, here's what I told Carl. I bet you next year I won't come back at the June. <laughs> I won't come back next year at the exactly. June. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Bro, um, y'all probably getting like us. They just, we saw this on the news last night. Now, you know, we already put up our winter coats and storage, all that. Yeah. Bro, they yeah. said it's about the snow. Oh, yeah. No, it snowed for us yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah, we no. snow. Yeah, bro, snow. Yeah, I went. Out, I was looking outside about two o'clock in the afternoon. It was straight snowing, bro. Bro, they turned my our sprinklers on, and my man sent an email like, "Oh yeah, go on ahead and just put some blankets over all that stuff. It's about to freeze." Damn, y'all got a lower twenty seven. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I got tricked, oh, Ma. Yeah, Ma, y'all about to get snow today. <laughs> today, bro. Now I just had my tennis court power washed. We put the net up. I'm like, come on, man. Wow. Hey, E, yeah. I'm about to come out there with you, bro. Straight up. <laughs> I'm not out there. I need to go out there. It's what That's happens. What I need to I get my butt back out there. Um, Yeah, unbelievable. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, um, so exciting news, man. Uh, You know, it's funny. Me and Josh was plotting behind Maul back. Oh, I thought um, keep on saying Ken is pregnant. <laughs> Uh-huh. Exciting news! <laughs> Listen, you better go. You go wash your mouth out with soap right now. You go said wash your nasty Exciting news! I was like, what? Man, uh, fam, listen, don't don't even remotely put that on me. Um, nah, man. Uh, we for we were trying to figure out what to do for more book release, right? As, as a squad, like, yo, how can we, you know, celebrate? And, and and memorialize, you know, my, my dog writing his first book. And so um, we were able to secure a spot on the highway uh, very close to uh, Maul's house. Hey. Carl, did you get the pick? I did uh, not. Hold on. Okay, so check it out. Um, but, yeah, uh, we were able to get Maul a billboard, and uh, he had no Ooh. clue. And so, Maul, I want uh, you know, I wanted to reveal it. I know we ain't posted it. The or reveal, like that. oh, but uh, it's right the by reveal. the crib. Maul, go on. ahead, T- tell them, tell them what happened, dog. Man, which part you want to tell? The part that you just embarrassed me, yes. uh, in front of that the whole part. world, or that or, part, and how you got there. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. E. So, I'm working out every single morning, right? I work out first thing I do. Everybody knows this. It's no secret, you know. And I got my trainer, and I had one of my friends. We all working out. And I guess CJ must have called my brother up and was like, hey, Tommy, man, I need you to, to get Jamal and take him over and surprise him to this billboard because everybody about to call him. Everybody about to blow him up in Chicago. Right, right. So and mess up the whole You got surprise. about five minutes. You feel right. me? You got right. about five minutes before people start sending pics. And the billboard, dog, it's not E. It's like where they said a million or two million cars go by here a day. Wow. So it's just in a high traffic area. And so it's early in the morning. We working out. I'm talking about we getting a great workout, E. Man, Tommy called me up like, hey, what you doing? I First off, mistake number one. I never answer my phone while I'm working out. Unless it's for certain people, you know. And he go time he calls, say, all right, cool. My brother called. Let me see what's up. 
Boom. He like, hey, man, I need you to come ride with me, man. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm working out. <laughs> I'm working out, dog. I'll holler at you later. Yeah. And then he was like, hey, hey, uh, man, like, let's just come on for a ride. You know, he just got a brand new 2021 Cadillac Escalade E, so he wanted to show me the car. Right. Like, right. hey, just come for a ride yeah. with me. I said, bruh, this ain't my first Cadillac, dog. I'm happy for you. Right. It's all but I'm good, good on but I'm that. working, I'm working out. out. And then he hit me again, and then I got mad, E. And I was like, Tommy, remember when you asked me how do I keep stay the same weight that I've been since high school? And then he was like, yeah. I said, it's not by allowing people like you to interrupt <laughs> right. me doing right. my workout. I'm right. talking about all the snapping. So then he finally was like, my uh, Camille came downstairs, and then he was like, man, I just need help. So I said, man, you know what? I'm about to run outside and see what's up. So I told my guys to come with me. We all run outside. We see Tommy sitting outside talking to the neighbor. I'm like, he got an issue with my neighbor? So I go talk to my neighbor, and then my guys, Tommy talking to them, they all happen to kind of like, hey, man, let's just go around the block. We get in the car. Camille jump in, too. I'm in the front seat with Tommy. We're driving, and it was just weird, dog. It was weird. <laughs> Tommy was like, you know, Tommy can't lie. Even right. though he a cop, he can't lie at all. And Tommy was like, hey, man, man, it's just been crazy out here, man. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, let's get back to the crib. I want to finish this workout. Tommy was like, man, it's only two things I've never seen before in life. And then the car just got quiet. And we like, what are you talking about? And he like, man, it's just two things I've never seen before. And he couldn't think of what to say next. And it was just quiet. And then Camille had her cell phone out. And she over there videotaping. I'm like, man, what the heck is going on? I started texting CJ like, bruh. Something is really wrong with my brother, man. Like, I like something really wrong. And then all of a sudden, Tommy was like, man. Yeah. I ain't never seen a truck turned over on the side of a train. And I look at the train tracks. And I'm like, man, what are you talking about? Then my guy just say, hey, Jay, man, look up at the billboard. <laughs> and then I look up at the billboard. And then I'm just like, man, I had like an out-of-body experience. I saw my face wow. on the billboard while we was driving. And I say, huh? And I just was like, bro, it didn't even register to me, E, that I was on a billboard, if that makes sense. <laughs> it seemed like I was looking at somebody else. And then I even thought that somebody... Did like a copy infringement, you know, a copyright infringement. Somebody right, just right, took right, a right. picture and was selling a course with my picture on. It was weird, man. And I just, we jumped out the car and then uh, Camille started, she had tears coming out her eye, man. And it was just weird. I didn't even process it. And then they were like, man, they just put this up. CJ, you know, he was like, um, Josh, you know, the whole crew, he was like, man, we want this for your book release. But, you know, they was backed up. And so, even though the book came out in December, right, right, know, right, 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 they just right, put right. it out there. Chicago today, got man. a lot going on. Hey, it's cold. Yeah. Ain't nothing changed since December. But yeah, but I was just, man, I've been getting so many messages and I'm talking about I get pictures. People like, it's crazy. Just on Instagram, people take a picture of the billboard and then send it to me. Man, you know, so no, man, it's just, it's just amazing, man. I'm still, I'm not even used to this, man. It was crazy because just a couple years ago, this billboard is exactly where I used to drive by on the squad car to take bodies. Uh, to the morgue. And so now here it is. You know, I used to ride this past this billboard every day, every day taking bodies to the morgue. And now here it is. My picture is on this billboard, bro, overlooking the city. It's amazing. Yeah, no. Nah, and I get, again, Ma was like, man, you had to do that. You ain't blow, you know, like, you know, I ain't even, I'm like, no, nah, I know you didn't want that. But what I was saying was, it's funny, last time or a few times ago when I was in Chicago, um, they had a huge like billboard up a King Vaughn, right? And uh, rest in peace. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he's a, a rapper, a young kid who got killed. And they had a billboard for him. And I was like, wow. In my head, I was like, yo, they, you know, 
got billboards for these young kids that are rapping and, you know, uh, in the struggle. I was like, surely the city needs to see more. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if people just riding by and Google, like, yo, what's up with my man? You know, to have Maul as a role model for the city. You know what I mean? And I told Maul, I was like, bro. He was like, man, y'all. I said, bro, this wasn't about you. You know what I'm saying? This was for the city, bro. Like, this is for, you know, the young kids that, you know, need to see another way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they see their favorite rappers on billboards. They need to see you. And so, um, man, that was just five uh, millionaire. Yeah, flat out. So, you know, um, again, for those of you in Chicago, ride by. Where is it, Ma? In case they're in Chicago. They want yeah, to see it's it. on the Dan Ryan uh, South, about his 71st Street. Okay. Um, yeah, and uh, so go check it out. Also, man, go shout out to Marshall uh, for getting that done for us, man. Marshall just, you know, killing it as always. Go to, hey, listen, Marshall put, did you see the video yet, Carl? I sure did. Oh, Marshall, my goodness. I, I just got to ask Marlo real quick. Marl, did your billboard replace the kiss symbol? The kiss symbol. You remember the lips that used to be on there? On right off seventy, right, I was like right, right by there on seventy first. Oh, you talking about way back? You talking yeah. about he back in the late eighties, early nineties? That used to be there every day, though, Ma. That was the you didn't took his spot, Ma. That was the signature. That was the signature boy. Yeah, uh, actually, man, the billboard. My daughter just man, we drove by there as a family just yesterday, and Jazzy reminded me that one of her classmates, um, her fa- his father, um, is one of the top. Uh, defense attorneys in the in the in the country, but he's here, and um, his son goes to school uh, with my daughter in the same class, and she was like, "Wow!" She's like, "Dad, your billboard just replaced his," and wow. so it was like, you know, she made a point of that, and it was something, man. Thank just God. the other day, we was right in my parents' house, and he had the whole family in there, he had the kids. And uh, Camille was just like, hey, kids, you know, Ayana sees it all the time. You know, every time yeah. she put two miles on her car and, you know, and drive past. <laughs> oh, that's there. big. But she that was Jasmine yeah, and Little big. Jay's first time. Now, you know, Little Jay can spell now. And mm. when he saw the billboard, he was like, that's my name. Mm. And he saw Jamal King. He saw Jamal King. That I was the that. best part of it. Oh, that's and Little Jay saw, that, saw his name and said, daddy, that's my name. Mm. I was wow. like, yeah, son. I said, that's, I said, that's us up there. I was like, you're right. Oh, that's big. Um, he didn't even yeah. say you. He said, that's my name. That's my name. You feel me? He said, that's my name. I said, uh, no, no doubt. He, he not lying, though. Yeah, he not lying. Uh, yeah, no. Nah, hey, uh, Marshall um, put up a video. And let me tell you, like, you know, all of us, Carl and I, and then when Mark get his stuff set up, everybody stole their swag from Marshall. Completely. Just, being, just yep. being honest with y'all. Yeah. Marshall, um, but he just put up a YouTube video. I think it's like 13 minutes long, Carl. Mm-hmm. And my man literally like Walk showed you how office. to do the entire <laughs> studio, top to bottom. I'm talking about everything from the lights, the camera, to the desk, everything. to the, the chair. The chair, doggone it, yeah. Y'all go to YouTube and check it out, man. Marshall Fox 120. Uh, Marshall Fox 120, man, that's my dude. He does all of, I mean, pretty much all our logos, all our graphic design work. Marshall just goes crazy with it. So make sure y'all check that out. Marshall Fox 120, uh, just go to YouTube and type in Marshall Fox and look at his latest video. I don't want to give it away, but it might be the cleanest video I've ever seen on YouTube in my life. I don't know what, I don't even know what he doing, but the voiceover and the look of it is crazy. So uh, shout out to Marshall. Um, all right, cool. Let's get into it today. Uh, I told E I wanted to do this for a while uh, when I was cleaning out my office to, 
revamp this whole thing. Uh, shout out to Jose for coming through and helping me with that. But like I start, you know, you start digging through old stuff that you hadn't, you know, opened in a while, right? And I was going through and I just grabbed a couple things, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to show them on camera. I just was like, you know, looking looking at some stuff, right? Um, this is from 2012 for those of you who are just listening. Uh, a Mastermind Summit 2012 DVD. You know what I'm saying? DVD. Hey. <laughs> Collectors. Hey, DVD. And it says. <laughs> Blockbuster. It says, uh, maximize the effectiveness of your company with executive coaching and training. Uh, and it's uh, ET, obviously, uh, but it got our website on there, the Twitter, the YouTube, the Facebook. Mm. Now you what notice was the website? Oh, what was the website? Uh, still ETinspires.com, but oh, you'll notice okay. that there's no IG on here. So this is pre-IG. Uh, this one just says Eric Thomas Educational Edition Volume 2. You can see it's a stencil drawing of E. You know what I'm saying? We got the pics on the back. Still no IG, as you can see. Um, it's just uh, a DVD. And here go uh, the Farmington. Apparently, we just kept re-rocking the cover art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. since it worked. Hey, it was it the was educational sweet. series. Yeah, we kept yeah, it yeah, consistent yeah, we kept for education. Consistent. That's yeah. all. Oh, uh, listen to this. I probably wrote this. Information changes situations. Watch as Eric speaks to a group of high school students about the importance of expanding your social horizons. Eric engages students with stories from his past by vividly describing how he was able to use his life setbacks to ultimately make his comeback. Come on, man. That's fire. This disc is compatible with all DVD players. Wow. Um, <laughs> all of them. Every single one. Every so, last DVD player. So I found that, right? And so I was like, oh, man, that's dope. And then um, I found this. You know, it's still, you know, we still, shout out to uh, Trey. Found Trey's book, right? And um, as I was getting ready to set up the pictures over my shoulder here, you'll see uh, a couple more books. You'll see Maul's book. You'll see the workbook. Um, and I, and that's just, and Carl will tell you, that is probably a, a, a one one hundredth of you know the products uh that we have now the thing i want to i want to preface in this one is like yo this is some of this stuff is from 2008 9 10 um before 99 percent of y'all knew who he was and it's funny man because when i looked at people you know talking about success and things of that nature we i, I realized that we have always been in a producer's mindset so it's easy to look at us now and say, oh, okay, yeah, you in a producer's mindset because y'all got money or because you know, you, you've been successful or whatever. But really, it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? And I really believe that we are where we are and we've gotten to where we've gotten because we wake up every day with a mindset of what can we produce, right? Like we, we literally daily are trying to make sure something is coming out of our camp. You see it with Carl recently with the Solo Creator Pro, right? Like, He's producing, right? He's bringing things to the forefront. And so I was talking to somebody the other day and I was telling them like um, they were doing their their podcast and, you know, it, it was, the podcast was good and it was, you know, it, it was rolling, but it wasn't like huge and nothing like that and they stopped doing it. And they took a little break and I was like, yo, in your mind, you took a break because it ain't that deep. But what you don't understand is you can't get to this level without those. You have to be like, that's first base. 
You know what I'm saying? So what happens when you neglect first base? You can't get to second. And so one thing, when we said we was going to start this podcast, not Carl, what episode are we on? Oh, this Any is idea? 277, I believe. 277. <laughs> so if you divide uh, that by how many? 52, what is it? 52 weeks? Wow. So you, it's, you almost, it's almost five years. So, so you're talking about five years. Now, the first year we was doing this podcast, wasn't nobody watching like that? Nobody was listening. Like, it's an evolution. But one thing that has always remained the same and has re remained for more, and everybody I look at that's successful, everybody is in, in, in the mode of producing. And so, E, I'll take, I want to go back. I actually want to just take a look at, you know, how you installed and instilled this mindset in Carl and I years ago because that was one of the first things, Carl, I think that we learned was that we have to bring things to the forefront. And again, guys, this is not, this is no money. This is no like platform, no, no major vehicle, nothing, but we were in production mode. So he talk, I, I just want you to go back and, and where did, when did you get that mindset that, yo, I have to be able to produce something and how did you get it, I guess? Yeah, I think for me at an early age, you know, it was sports. You know, and even though you say, um, let's just say, Ma, you know, you say, there, I, and I don't know when I was a kid how many football teams there were, forgive me. So let's just say there was 30, you know what I'm saying, at the time when I was a kid. I don't know the, you know what I'm saying, a lot is going on. Tennessee Titans, you know what I'm saying, there's a lot of teams. And, then, you know, Nashville got a squad now. You know what I'm saying, it's a lot going on, so I don't know. Um, but I remember being a kid that even though there might have been 30 teams, we only talked about the teams that produced. You feel me? Like, you only knew about the Dallas Cowboys, Roger Starbuck. You know what I'm saying? Tony Dorsett, you know, Drew Pearson, um, um, you know, uh, Bush, Bush Johnson. Like, you, you didn't know about some of the other teams. You knew about the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, uh, what's my man's name? Terry Bradshaw. You know, he won the, the – uh, um, I, curtain steel or whatever it was. You feel me? You had uh, Starworth, you know, um, Lynn Swan. Uh, what was my man named? Franco Harris. Like, Ma, it's about 30 squads. I don't know everybody, but I'm calling names out of people who, like um, Earl Campbell with the Houston. You know what I'm saying? Like, Houston might have been whack, but you knew who Earl Campbell was because he was running them down. And I realized at an at a early age – uh, Billy D. Williams, you know, Diana Ross, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, and it was like, yo, it seemed like people who produce, whether it's music, it's movies, it's entertainment, Lee Iacocca, doggone it. I was in Detroit, bro. They were talking about my man, Lee Iacocca. He came up with the thing called a K car and put Chrysler on the map, bro. Chrysler was like, don't nobody buy no Chrysler. He had the K car. Everybody was buying that joint. He, they had books. On Lee Iacocca, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I realized, like, you know, um, Good Times, J.J. Evans, you know, it was just like, yo, they, they, they honor people who produce. Like, this world literally honors people who produce. And what I realized was, if you're ever going to get on, you know, a certain level, meaning that people recognize you, you got to produce like they produced before you're even recognized. And I don't know if that made sense, Ma, but, like, it clicked to me. Like, yo, it, like, I got to produce like they produce. It's just I got to produce like that in the dark. 
And then somebody's going to recognize one day that I'm producing like that. You feel me? But like, it, it's not the opposite. It's not like you blow up and then you start producing. Right, right, it's right, like, yo, right. you gotta be, you gotta be the Roger Starbucker, what you do, the Terry Bradshaw, what you do, you know, the um, the um 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 I, again, I don't know if y'all, you know, this way back, y'all, you know, it, it's that might be funny to y'all, but um back in the day, all of them had the same shoe. So it wasn't different shoes. Larry Bird had the same shoes, Magic, Magic had the same shoe as Isaiah. Uh, 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 Bernard King had the same shoe as Isaiah. Like they all had the same shoe. George, Iceman, Gervin, they all had the same shoe, Ma. It was the Converse. It just was a different color. But Magic was Magic had the Converse though. It wasn't like everybody on the Lakers had it. Uh, Larry Bird had it. It wasn't like everybody on Boston had it. And I realized at, a, at an early age, it's like, wow. Other dudes are in the league just like them, but they don't get to do the shoe. They don't get to do the shoe. They don't do the commercials. You feel me? And then I realized, like, yo, E, if, if it's 120 that they give it, you're going to have to give it. In some kind of way, when you produce at that level, people start one person or two people. Somebody noticed that you're doing it, and when they notice you're doing it, they're going to take you to the top, bro. Yeah, and, and and Maury and Carl, you guys feel free to jump in on this. But one of the things that, you know, I was talking to, you know, a good friend of mine and I was we were having this conversation about. Man, I um, hate CKU's names. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I see him trying to be more diplomatic, though, Maury. As, a good as, friend as, of mine. As we, as we, with each episode, he's you a little bit saying? more diplomatic. Um, but no, nah, we were just talking about it and I was just like, yo, write down your daily routine and find out if you're consuming more than you produce. And he was like, well, what are you talking about? I was like, well, how long do you spend on your phone? You know what I'm saying? And, and when you're on your phone, are you consuming or producing? You know what I'm saying? Movies, TVs, Amazon, Netflix, sports. Like, you're, if, you, if you are not happy with where you are, chances are you're consuming more than you're producing. And so from that mindset, Maul Carl, jump in on how you acquired that mindset of, yo, I have to be able to produce to live at the level I want to live at. I think for me, man... This started back, and it's kind of like E talked about sports. Bro, this started back a long time ago. I used to just always notice how, you know, people didn't just win championships, right? Or the best players on the team. They just didn't become the best player because maybe early on we were younger, but the further along in life, the older I got, I noticed how it seemed like the people that always worked the hardest <laughs> used to always get the results. <clears throat> they would always get the championship results. And so I, I got this thing where I always talk about you got the, the scene, right? The scene, the S-E-E-N. Then you have the unseen, right? The, the scene is what we see. It's what we see on Instagram. See, is what we see on Facebook. You know, it's what everybody can see. The unseen, right? And people in that scene category, e, they put more of their time, more of their energy in what people can see. Hmm. But I noticed you wasn't getting you. You it's like you bypassing the unseen. You bypassing the work. You people I noticed on social media go right to the scene. They don't even have. They're not even in real estate. They never done anything in real estate. They never even renovated a property. But they want people to see them doing real estate. They want them. They want to talk about real estate without taking care of the unseen part. I noticed that the real value in life is the unseen. Is not the scene. The unseen is where you are actually have been doing real estate for the last 10 years. The unseen is when you were speaking to high school students and, and people for the last 20 years before you came out to the scene. 
you know, you were putting in that work. And I noticed that, you know, the unseen is not pretty. It's not sexy because can't nobody see it. The unseen never has an audience. <laughs> mm. the, when you in the unseen, e, a good, lot of times Mom. you by yourself. You know, I was doing real estate in the unseen for 20 years before I created Make Real Estate Real in the scene. Hmm. You know, and I remember, man, I never forget my coach back in high school, Coach Jerka, you know, rest in peace. He used to always, well, and always, right before he passed away, you know, he wanted to talk to me, called me up and had me come to the school and he was packing his stuff up. And he sat back and he told me, he was like, King, I just want, he's like, man, real blunt guy. He's like, King, I'll be dead. And uh, doctors told me I'll be dead in three months. That's just, that's how I, that, I ain't seen my coach. I was in college playing football, came back and said, King, I'll be dead in three months. And I was just like, you know, what do you say after that? He said, look, I'm telling you this because I don't want you to come back to my funeral. He's like, I want this to be the last time we see each other. And he's like, I just want to let you know that you are going to make it in life. He was like, I don't know if you're going to make it to the NFL. He was like, you know, he's like, you, you were one of my best, you know, but he's like, I don't know. He said, but I do know. He said, you're going to remember these words. He said, I don't know if it'll be five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. He's like, you are going to have massive success in your life. Imagine telling a high school, well, I just went to college as a freshman. Imagine telling a freshman kid this. He looked at me and said, you're going to have massive success. I did not have a clue how he knew this, how he saw this. But now that I look back at it over almost 25, oh, 27 years later, it's because he knew my work ethic. He knew that I would always appreciate and go in on the things that people couldn't see. And I think that's what's missing in life, see? I think that a lot of people, man, and it's, it's said because that's what a true value is at. The true value is what you do when nobody is looking. It's the stuff you do behind the scenes. That's the stuff that builds you. So now when you really get in front of people or you're on Instagram or whatever that you were talking about, you're prepared. You're ready. You're a professional, really, because you've done all the real heavy lifting when nobody else is looking. Hey, and I don't know if y'all know, like, y'all heard of cricket, right? Yeah, yeah. I played cricket in elementary school for one year. And so my, my experience model is the opposite, right? So I'm the youngest. I went to school a year ahead. So I'm the youngest in the, in the school, really, like when I started. And I get to... I get to play like this is like the last couple of games. And I'll be honest, my mom taught at the school, so it might have been some nepotism. Right. Like I got on right. the team, I got <laughs> to play, right? And for those of you that don't understand the game, it's similar to baseball, similar in concept. But we're playing, and I am probably like the number eight batter out of 11, right? So I come on, and the way the, way the game is like there's one batter, but you're, you're making runs. I'm just trying to explain for people that might not be familiar. So it's not one on base like baseball and he just like so we're together. So he hits it. We run back and forth. That's how we get the points. And we literally won the game. Right. But I did nothing but run. I didn't hit a single ball. Maul. Again, I was the youngest, smallest on the team. I didn't hit a single ball. But walking off the field, we won the game. It was like a big game. Newspapers there took pictures. I remember getting to school the next, and I'm feeling great. Dude, I'm in the newspaper. Like, this is huge. And I remember hearing the comment, like, yo, he didn't even do nothing. Why he in the paper? And this is a young child. I'm like, yo, I felt from, y'all can hear me remembering this. This is probably right, like right, 35 right. years. I don't know yeah. how long later. But I'm like, yo, like, there's some truth in that. Like, yeah. I really, well, let me just say, I ran. That was something. Yeah. Like, right. I ran. Right. You needed right. somebody else to run. Right. 
But, like, dude, I was there with the dude that was there batting for probably 45 minutes, though. My man was hitting all the runs. He was doing everything. And I just happened to be the last person there. So, to be honest, it could have been anybody else there. And I remember feeling, see, like, yo, something's missing. Like, to be honest, I'm on the newspaper, but I don't deserve to be here. I did not bring the team here. I didn't do anything to get here. And I remember that feeling like, yo, I can't, en- I can't enjoy the moment. You know what I'm saying? So, Maul, what you just explained, I don't want to go over that. Maul made it real clear. But from the other side of it, see, I knew something was wrong. Something was missing. I didn't put in the work. I didn't put in the steps to get there. But I got the reward. And like I said, even people around me, Maul, didn't celebrate the reward for me. Because it wasn't mine. It wasn't mine. But yet I was in this spot. So just just see from the other side of it, like, yo, if you know you feeling that, because I'm just being real, there's an emptiness when, you, when you're there and you're not there. It's the emptiness. You know what I'm saying? Maul, you have integrity. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have integrity. Maul, all the dudes, let's just be real, all the dudes that's on the creatine and juicing up every day, like it's a different experience when you work out and you know that this is just working out and some some chicken breast. You know what I'm saying? Versus you've been juicing every other day. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there's an emptiness. It's not the same feeling when you know you put all that work in. But I'm just in. saying, you making the Carl making an assumption. <laughs> you feel me? Like if you a man of integrity, yeah, of course you feel empty. But I think there are some people, Maul, who don't mind showing the showing the crib and they never sold and don't know nothing about. There are people who own the, own the squad who not doing no work, but they happen to be on the squad and they got the T-shirt and they get to whatever. So I, 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 I understand what Carl is saying, and I think that is a group of people, but I don't think everybody's like that. I think there's some people who don't, value the unseen and they don't put in the work and they don't mind not putting in the work. They don't mind getting the reward because they are more people conscious. They are more concerned about what people think. They like the clap. They like the affirm. They like the attention. They don't necessarily like the work, if that makes sense. So I agree with Carl, but I would feel like that, Carl, for right. sure. <laughs> but there are a group of people, Ma, that will... There's a group of people I realize that will take a check and not do no work. But there's a group of people that won't work. You feel me, Ma? Like, they, 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 you gotta hear what I'm saying. They won't work for free. Like, they won't work and be like, yo, I ain't getting no check, but I love what I'm doing. I'm passionate about what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not gonna get no check because I believe one day we gonna blow up. There's a group of people that's like, that they own that. Right, but then there's also a group of people, Ma, who don't have a problem with, yo, I ain't gonna work for free, or I ain't gonna work until we get the bread. But I will not work 40 hours, 50 hours. But if you pay me, I'll take the check anyway. Like that, there a group of people like that exists, Ma. Hey, it's, it remind me, man. Craziest, funniest thing. I was sitting here, you know, everybody got remote learning now, so my kids are. Um, you know, they do their work here in the house and, you know, they had a computer on. You could hear the teacher talking and it was some crazy jazzy was in class and it was some crazy math problem or something. Next thing you know, all you hear jazzy say is like um, the answer is one million three hundred and sixty five thousand seven four. And the teacher was like, OK, Jasmine, how, how did you get that answer? Show me your work. Yeah. Mm. 
Got no, real. I'm with Jazzy. Don't worry about all that. <laughs> got real, Don't worry got about real, all that. It got real Why quiet. Why you in, in my here. business? And then Jazzy said, "Um, I just got the answer." And the teacher said, "No, Jasmine, mm. that's a huge answer to just have. Show me your work." Mm. Jazzy couldn't show the work. She went straight to the answer, though. And knowing Jazzy, she probably Googled it or did something and got the math equation. And that's, that's what, what she should have showed her, the Google lunch. search. Right. Yeah. And, but I'm just right. saying, but and the Google. teacher was like, Jazzy, now come on now. But that's what a lot of people doing, E. They mm. just Googling the answer, and they not showing your work. They can't even show the work. They can't. And so when you bypass and just go straight to, hey, guys, here it is. I'm right. a real estate professional. Right. I'm a speaker. But you don't know how to do the equation. You're missing out on the most important part. Mm. The most important part is knowing exactly how to come up with the answer. That is the most important part. That most important part is not the answer. And I had to explain that to Jasmine. I was like, baby, yeah, you raised your hand. I love the initiative you showed. <laughs> you, you came with the answer. I love it. But I said, baby, the answer is not even really important. It's the work because now all of a sudden when it's time to do another equation, baby, you don't know how to get that equation without going to Google. So you just skipped over all of the steps to, to get a successful answer. And I think that's what a lot of people doing. E, they skipping over the steps. Yeah, okay, you going in front of the camera and you saying, hey, guys, this is how you do it or this is what I've done or whatever or this is what real estate can do for you or this is what speaking can do for you. But can you show them? Can you show them how you use these equations in your life? Yeah, absolutely. Now let's get let's get people this mindset though, E, because I want people to have something to take home. You, you're sitting there, you're a consumer, right? You consume. That's what you do, right? You you everything you do or is do about nothing. consuming, <laughs> right? So I was looking at again. I just wanted to look at you know some of the wealthiest people, right? And I I noticed that everybody who I know that's wealthy, or everybody even that y'all know that's wealthy is producing something, right? So I just looked at Warren Buffett companies, right? Bank of America, Coca-Cola, Apple, Kraft Heinz, American Express, Verizon, General Motors, right? He owns things that people consume. You look at Steve Jobs. He started Apple. Like, here go iPhone. Here, buy this. Again, in your life, what do you have that people can consume? Are you producing something? And so, E, I need you to go back and help people who have that consumer's mindset because that's what we're taught, right? Ma, and you can get talk about it. Most people want to buy a property. They don't want to go get the property, uh, fix it up, right? That's why you always talk about real estate because those who are willing to go in and do something and produce something, you always talk about change what people see. You're willing to go in and produce that. Somebody will come and consume that. Talk to both of y'all or all three of y'all. Talk to people who have yet to get out of that consumer mindset because it is so easy to consume because that's what we're taught. But then the select few individuals that run off and produce something seem to be the ones that get paid on a certain level. See, what you just said to me is enough. Listen to what I'm saying. What you just said is enough in the sense that like, look at look at there are I did research on this for uh, the Solo Creator Pro recently. There are projected to be four point seven billion people be on social media by 2025 four point seven billion almost like almost 500 i mean almost five billion people y'all know it's only like it's less than eight billion people on planet earth so half more than half of the of the planet will be consuming see and what you just said is like yo the top people produce the stuff 
the people that's making all the money, the people that we aspire to be, that we talk about, that we got all their quotes, they're the ones that's con- that's producing the stuff that everybody else is consuming. So for me, that was the big transit. See, let me just be real. When you just held them DVDs up, see, bro, I felt something in my stomach. I'm not playing. Like, I, I want people to understand what I'm saying. See, I bought the printer that had this little insert to print the, the labels. Like, Maul, every, like, it's a little dot .cdr file. I had to go get from Final Cut to DVD Studio Pro. I can call the software for you that I use to create these things. See, just said, like, yo, I think I wrote this. Like, yo, we own a piece of life. We own something on planet Earth. You see what I'm saying? Like, do you understand that feeling? Like, I'm looking at this like, yo, there go my child. Like, this is a child that we have produced that now for the, the grounds crew and me, like, yo, this is helping millions of people. This is content. Maul, that feeling alone is the thing that drives me every single day. E, I had a conversation. I don't know if you heard Didi and I talk yesterday. I called Didi yesterday. I was like, yo, we've been doing the streaming at the church for a year now, and I feel like it looked the same that it, that it did last year. I'm just being real, like Didi, like it, it looked the same. We did good, but that's a year ago. I'm like, what can we do? Like, see, I'm getting up now because I want to go back to like, yo, I created, oh my gosh, there go another baby. Like there goes something else. And I don't even know the result of it. But see, if I go back to your original thing, what he taught us is, man, if you do all these steps, the results are there already. You know what I'm saying? The results are there. You could go back and replicate any part of this now if we want to. Now we're talking about N- NFTs. Do you think it's any different than creating a DVD? It ain't nothing different. It's a different platform, but it's the same concept. So I want people to understand, like, for real, like, if you are consuming, ain't nothing wrong with that. Watch this. The system is designed for you to consume. That's what the plan is. Like, yo, let's make this, let everybody consume. That's how we blow up. What I'm challenging you to do is you blow up too. Netflix ain't just come out of nowhere. Disney and Netflix competing. Oh, gosh. They're competing. Netflix took out Disney for the top streaming. Disney fighting back. All it is is consumption. We just watching the stuff they produce, and they got to the level now that they're not even producing it no more. They're buying your stuff. They're buying other people's content and giving it to you, and you still paying, and they're making all the middleman. They're making money, and they doing no work. So I'm, I just really want people to see the that's system. Why, that's why. That's the, like, that's the real challenge, you know. So um, we were on the Game Changers um, I don't know what it is, weekly call, every other week. I don't know the schedule, forgive me. Uh, but we're on with Cantus, and he was saying, you know, E, I, lo- I realized in like maybe the beginning of your career, you know, you didn't challenge people in the way you're challenging people now, right? And I just want to tell, I want to help people to internalize it because a lot of you like me, maybe you weren't born a producer. Everybody's not born a producer, right? Everybody's not born with that mindset. Uh, a lot of us are born with the consumer's mindset, you know, we, from the time you were born. You you know, your mother is, you know, whether it's formula or whether it's breast milk, somebody's taking care of you, right? Ma, let's just be real. For most of us, there is no time frame where we're told at five years old, the third day, you got to start taking care of yourself. Depending on who your parents are, you 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 might get sucked into being a consumer, you feel me? Like, depending on who your mama is, your mom might, she may not make you grow up. You know what I'm saying? Your dad might not make you grow up. They might baby you, you know, throughout life. Like, you, you start crying or you start, you know what I'm saying, having a temper tantrum. Depending on who your parents are, they might go, oh, we don't want you crying no more. We don't want you to have a temper tantrum. So here, take, again, 
Like we don't mean no harm, but we're teaching them how to consume, right? We're not teaching them how to produce, right? So I told Cantus, I was like, yo, I never really challenged nobody in the beginning because I don't like to be challenged. You know, I'm just being real. I ain't like to, I'm not comfortable with people who are direct. I'm like, yo, I'm not, I'm a grown man. I'm still not comfortable with the way my wife talked to me sometimes. I'm still not comfortable with how CJ would talk to me. It don't mean that I don't know more that I need it. I'm just telling you, I ain't always been comfortable. You feel me? Like, yo, don't talk to me like that. Yo, I'm a grown man. Why you talking to me like that? And then what I realized, Ma, is I wouldn't challenge people because I didn't want to be challenged. Right. You feel me? Right, so I didn't right. do it because I don't want you doing it to me. So I'm mm -hmm. not going to do to you what I don't want done to me, right? So, so most humans have never been in a producing environment. Black, just flat out. Most humans grow up, they, they parents probably waiting on a stimulus check. <laughs> you feel me? And I don't say that in a... The derogatory way. If you getting a stimulus check, you are part of American culture that you paying taxes or you doing something that you deserve to get this. But that's still consuming. That's still you waiting on. So let's think about the average kid in the average neighborhood, Ma. You think about the kids when I was coming up, you know, Cabrina Green, you know, uh, Herman Gardens, right? I grew up, my grandma, they, my aunts, they, someone was in projects our whole life. That was, they, people in that environment was consuming. And then middle class, it was still, uh, even if you were middle class, it's still a level of consumption right there. You feel me? Like you're doing just enough to produce for somebody else so you can't, so let's just, like, I'm keeping it 100. I ain't like to challenge nobody. I ain't want to be challenged. I, consuming is the easiest thing to do. And how many doggone spaces or environment, I'm talking about culturally, Ma. I'm not talking about individuals right now. Don't get caught up. You're like, oh, eat that. No, I'm saying the cultures that we grew up in teach us to consume. You just said your daughter, whatever. Ma, I've been on that when I was in school. Bump the doggone process. Why, Ma? Because I ain't never seen nobody get rewarded for the process. Right? Mm, I always on. saw people get That's rewarded because they knew the answer. They knew the answer. That, that was the part. Those was the people that got to hook up. We never saw, like, whatever the process is, like you said it, Ma, it's unknown. Ain't nobody getting rewarded. Nobody's getting affirmed. Nobody's getting the hookup. Like, whoever got to score the touchdown, and I don't care if the team won. I don't care if a high school team won. They cheated. Once they won, Ma, they got to go on the trip. They was in the paper. <laughs> they on the news. But ain't nobody talking about they cheated, that they got the, the, these kids, nobody, the birth certificate. These dudes ain't that age. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody saying that, Ma. You get rewarded when you consume, flat out. And so I realized, though, when I started, like, on my own, started doing real research, I was like, ooh, the dope dealer. Nah, he don't, he, don't, he don't live to be 65. Nope, he don't live to be 65. I see what my man doing on the block. I see the gang banger who's, the, who, who's like the, the, the leader. Oh, he, don't, he go to jail. You know, so I started seeing more like, okay, I, okay, guys, it's getting clear, E. It's real clear what's going on. And the, and the person that nobody ain't talking about that is unseen, is handling his business, her business the right way, Oh, I'm starting to notice, Ma, they make it to 40. They make it to 50. They make it to 60. They make it to 70. And, and, and they live the way they want to live. So I didn't grow up around a lot of producers, and it's not our fault just because of the way society is set up. I did see a lot of consuming. You know what I'm saying? My mom was probably the only human that I saw 
who had, my mom was breaded and she wouldn't buy certain things. She would invest her money. Like my mom was the only one I saw. But guess what, Ma? She didn't even teach us. She just was doing it, but we didn't know what she was doing. It wasn't until I got older that I was like, oh, I see what moms is doing. So yeah, bro, I'm just, I, I think that's why I see. And I just want to say to everybody out there, if you really want control of your life, you, you don't get it by being a consumer. If you really, you know, want to set your own schedule, if you really want to have, you know, like be in demand, if you want, like the stuff, the feeling you get when you showing stuff that you really didn't work for and what you like, if you become a producer, man, not only will you get that, y'all heard what we said last week and we say it with all humility. Bruh, the reason why I ain't tripping on speaking is because I don't have to do it no more if I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like we produce so much in so many areas that I don't even have to do speaking no more if I don't want to. I've done it for so long that Ma, what it has produced? Shaka Khan, y'all, she's still doing concerts. I'm being real, y'all. Anita Baker sold the Blake out. Anita Baker did concerts <laughs> the last two years, Ma. Ma, I couldn't get a ticket. Did he try to, the billboard thing, did he try to get me a ticket? I mean, she was doing it right before COVID, a little bit in COVID. Bro, Anita was selling out LA. She, she was all over the world. I'm like, yo, Anita ain't had an album in, but because she produced those albums she produced, there are a group of people that whenever she does, whatever she does, they still rocking with her, bro. So yeah, y'all, producing, man, it's the best way. It's all crazy. Europe. When you was talking, I was just hearing, you know, and I mean, you hit it on the head. I ain't even got really nothing to say, but when you said it just now, producer, equals longevity. Longevity. Yeah, longevity. When you're a producer, bro, it's longevity with it. I'm sitting here, you talking about Anita Bacon. When you talked about her, I just started thinking about the Temptations. Yeah. Temptations uh -huh. with producers so much, they got two groups of them, and both of the groups sell out. <laughs> no, for real, bro. And I think and it's only one original person in each group. They're they not even nephews. originals, bro. Oh, these, dudes, these dudes wasn't out in the 60s and the 70s. Oh, man, and they still producing, dog. So yeah. producing equals when you I saw one of them all with Temptation. He was my age. He was my age, <laughs> man. I'm like, yo, my man is the same age as me. And you Bruh, like, well, I'm, you I'm like, come on, dog. But producer equals longevity. Yeah. And then when you're a consumer, for it's temporary. Mm. Yeah, Ma, um, you are our uh, blue-collar insider. Um, talk about, you know, just kind of the, the philosophy maybe that's imparted into you know, the blue collar mindset as it relates to consuming versus producing. Yeah, well, the blue collar mindset teaches you not to produce because you already, you're a member of what we produced. <laughs> so we teach you, you know what I'm saying? We, meaning the, yeah, the corporate, yeah, you know, or yeah, whatever, just, the, yeah. institution yeah, the institution doesn't want you, you to produce. They teach you to, to only focus on, if you're going to produce, then produce in our system. We don't want you to produce outside of our system that we've created. So therefore, in the way you produce in our system is, what's the next level? This is what you got to do to get promoted, Carl. This is what you got to do to get noticed, to go to that next level. And as long, but they don't even realize that when you produce in their system, you know, which is it's better than not producing at all, but it still is a control, <laughs> you know, it's a control process, mm. you know, so... Yeah, that's just, and the crazy part is, that's a 30-year commitment. <laughs> that's a 30-year commitment when you're producing in somebody else's system. And so, yeah, that's just, and, and you reward it for what you terms. do. Maybe or maybe not. I, man, I talk about this all the time, and I worked with people, bro, over years. I'm talking about they produced, E. 
I mean, they was really, man, locking people up. They was chasing people. They was mm. getting the guns. They was doing everything. And 30 years later, bro, they still in the same position. So that's what I mean by, you know, you got to ask yourself, you know, even in life, like, is it really worth it <laughs> to, 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 to produce in somebody else's system and it might not happen? And I couldn't, I just couldn't, man, I couldn't fathom that. Like, I couldn't sit here and look at my family and look at my wife and look at my children and then say, all right, I'm going to buy into what the police department is saying. I might get promoted. I might not. So, hey, kids, you might hmm. go to a private school. Hmm. You or might you not. might not. Wife, I might be able to retire you. I might not. This dream house we looking at, this house that we want to move to, E, we might get it. We might not. It's all depending upon if the system promotes me. But some people cool with that. Some people like, you know what, man? Well, nobody's cool I'm, with that, Maul. Nobody's cool with that, Maul. You've been conditioned for mm, that. You've been nobody's conditioned. Cool That's with it. That. You've been conditioned been to be conditioned okay with it because you've seen. Mm, yeah. But it's so crazy that you ain't. You've seen other people not make it. You've seen them walk the same path you're walking. Mm. And you saw how it didn't work for them, but you still. Just but I still don't have the tools, though, Maul. I still don't have the tools. So, so you're right. I do see how they it didn't work for them, but I don't have the tools to walk away in the first place. I don't have the tools. You know what I'm saying? It's like almost like a person who has an abused mindset. You feel me? It's like I can't walk away from this relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a roof over my head. This person is making sure I eat. But it's like, yo, you're being abused, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this this ain't 50% of the life you can live, but it's like, yo, I never learned how to do things for myself. I don't have no drive. You ever notice, too, in those situations, Ma, it's like they don't have no driver's license. They don't have no transportation. Like, they don't have no real way of making money. For real, I'm just saying, we getting abused, Ma. We, we, we laughing at people who being abused. Like, oh, how could you ever let somebody do you like that? But we being abused the same way, Ma. We don't have the tools. We don't have the stuff it takes to whatever. So we don't take school serious. You feel me, Ma? Like it, K through twelve, you just going through. You are going through the process, and, and I'll be real with you. I met people when I was in college who did go to school and do what they were supposed to do. They were still conditioned just like I was. I was on one side of the spectrum, high school dropout. They was on the side where they took care of their business, but neither one of us was independent in our thinking. We were still both controlled by the system. One was just obedient to the system and did what they was told. One was rebellious to the system and didn't do what we were told. But neither one of us had the tools to go on our own and really do nothing. You feel what I'm saying? So it would even be sweet if you went to school and did everything you was told. You know what I'm saying? You got great grades and then you graduate and then you make eight figures, but it's not the truth. The same people... Uh, it's the same system, Ma. Whether you do good or you don't school do good, school is a part of the it, system. The school's part of the system. You feel me? And because guess what? You can get all of that, Ma, and still don't know how you got your answer. You feel me? You can do all of that and still not be an independent thinker. Still not be a critical thinker. Still do exactly what you told when you told, and your family is in no better situation because you didn't do school or you did school. Your family is in no, they, they, they're not set up for success either way. And so what you're saying is just so deep sea. It's like, well, how do you get out of the rat race? Produce, produce, and, yeah. and why produce? Man, I said this the other day, Ma. I gotta be totally transparent. So Nicole, um, Nicole works with you know the church now, you know, and does some. Uh, she's like does some administrative stuff for CJ and I. So I called her last minute. I had um, I had um, 
I'm tr- oh, uh, what do you call it? 120 series. It was the last one. I didn't even know I had to do one more. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, we in April. I, we almost April 20 something. What's going on? So they was like, yo, you got to do one more. So I called Nicole. I was like, yo, Nicole, uh, I got to do one more. So I sent her some stuff more uh, that we did back in the day. And so she sent me some slides. It said rich and wealth. Right? I'm geek, Ma, because I'm like, okay, she gave me some new content. Like, I don't even know what this means, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> I thought, Ma, she was going to send me poverty and wealth. That's what I thought she was going to send me, Ma. So I was going to break down the poverty mindset versus the wealth mindset. I was going to break it down. She sent me rich. I said, rich? Well, I was thinking, Ma, as I was looking at it before we got started. Like, what's the difference between rich <laughs> and, wealth. and wealthy? Like, what, is, what do you say? So then I read the definition, Ma. And I, Ma, I'm talking about she set me up for something sweet. And again, I want y'all to hear this. We're talking about producing. Ma, when she gave me the definition of rich, it just means like in resources. So I was like, yo, when the pilgrims came over to this joker, bruh, they came over here and you look at it, Ma, like you look at a, Ma, how you look at a house, they looked at the whole United States of America like that. They saw the whole United States of America like water, land, wood, you know what I'm saying, steel, iron, like they saw a whole world that was rich, but the difference between rich and wealth is you take the richness and you produce something with it. That's the difference. You take, Ma, it's richness all around us. You look at you look at the pilgrims when they landed on this joker, and you look at it 400 years later, Ma, you got New York, San Fran, Chicago, Miami, you got Utah, you feel me? Like, you got, you got small cities, bro, Birmingham, you got Huntsville, Alabama, you got Champaign, Illinois, you got Lansing, Michigan, you got these uni- big universities, you got these states. Ma, when they came over here, they saw it. They like, yo, we going to America, why? It's rich. That joker rich. I'm talking about more. It ain't not like if you came over here, more, it's a whole bunch of trees, a whole bunch of stuff. But they looked at it and was like, yo, this joker is rich in resources and we're going to become wealthy. Why? We're going to take the richness and produce something out of it. So, so this country was built on... Nah, <laughs> We know what it was built, though, but you understand what I'm saying? Right, right. What I, I say. know you're going to say. I'm going to say, watch out, Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand what it was built it up. on the back. Just let them know that we don't agree with the methods of my people and some folk, right? But you understand what I mean by they saw it, Ma. Oh, no question. And was like, yo, we about to produce. And so because the country was built on production, then, of course, the people right, who are right. going to experience America in the greatest way will also have to be producers and not consumers. Now, we're not suggesting uh, that y'all steal nobody's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we are. But, but to each point, what he said. No, but what he's saying is this country was founded on people producing and the people who, again, who got to a certain level did it off producing something and. Again, that mindset still exists now. Still exists today. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, Carl, why do you think even people who are hearing this now, people who got something, um, you know, still are have is is you think is fear? And, and I don't want to put it out because what if people don't like it? Because I'm just looking like, yo, we had a lot of audacity. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was. I'm talking about some broke jokers sitting in a room somewhere. Like, yo, put this out. You know what I'm saying? They gonna love this. Like. Bro, this was 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, we didn't have a bunch of bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, Carl, what was the mindset again? Or what do you think the mindset is holding people up from saying, yo, I just, I'm just i just a regular dude, or a regular young lady. I got a job. I'm not necessarily worthy of producing anything. 
I, dude, so the I think understanding and awareness, like what we're talking about here is just like this is awareness, right? And the biggest thing, see, I think people need to understand from this is the fact that so it, it, it comes back to the simple words, instant, instant gratification, delayed gratification. It comes back to that. So see, the, the first thing to be sure of is like, man, I see how the system is set up. Maul, you talked about it. When I retire, I'm getting 75%, 80% of my check when I couldn't live on the 100% before. Like if I really am aware of it now, like it, so see, I'm hoping people get awareness. But to speak to what's happening, the truth is I don't think you understand the value, and I'll try to say it like this, the value of putting a system together. Because that's all it is. The DVD is a system. Anything that you see, Instagram is a system. I don't think people understand. See, we're lazy by nature, right? Every invention, dude, is something that makes us lazier. Let's think about a TV remote. Like, anything that we invent pretty much makes us, and it's more convenient. Don't get me wrong. Let me say it another way. Let me say it more politically. It's more convenient for us. But what, what I think people don't understand, see, is like, yo, if I can put a system together, it's, I don't have to be the smartest. All Google did was took all the information and put it in one spot. Google didn't know the information, whoever Google is. They know the information. They put it in one spot. I think, see, and I'm speaking from the ground perspective, I feel like I got to be perfect and know everything before I release it. And now that I'm looking at things, no, I need to be able to put a system together that somebody can use and get a result. That's it. So I'm buying your T-shirt because it fit a certain way, the material. Like, there's a reason. Like, they put a – all it is is a system. All make real estate real. It's a system that you put together step one, two, three. Yeah, let me make say it, it like this. make it convenient for people. That's it. Yeah. That's it. All I'm saying is you got to make it convenient, and that's why people blow up. They're making life convenient for you. Dude, you can go on Amazon and, like, three little movements of your thumb, buy anything, doggone it. You can buy real estate, mall, with, with your thumb. Maul just got a computer. Maul was doing all his business from his phone. So I'm saying people for put years. a system Please for hear years. That. I I'm promise you, this is my first computer. Maul <laughs> got a computer for the podcast, y'all. Like, so no, we're not playing. So what I'm showing you is that people have put a system. Samsung, Apple, we fighting over which phone is better. All it is is a system to make things more convenient. So you got a, a, um, a plan that can help people lose weight? Just give me the step one through five. That's it. Give me the step one through ten. And I'm saying you don't have to know everything. You could dog on it. Go research the whole thing and put the system together. But people will pay you for the system. See, so I think we get caught up in step 12. Like, man, I don't know all that. I don't know all that. We don't have to. Just put a system together. I don't care what it is. Dude, somebody I'm looking around here. Somebody making boxes. You think that they woke up one day like, yo, I'm going to be the best box maker in the, in the world? No, but I can leverage this. Here, boom, let me put a system together, make some machines in this box. Everything so in this room, Carl, I'm looking at stuff in this room like, bruh, somebody tables. made these white moving boards. Remember the chalkboards, Ma? You had to be on the on the wall. Bruh, they didn't make, it's movable, Ma. And then I can erase, but I wanted to say this too, see, like one thing I learned about COVID, Carl and I was talking about it on the way over here today. I was just like, Wow. Man, people, man, if y'all listen to this, please wake up. Like, please wake up. I want to say something else. Wake up. Listen to me. They told us COVID could kill folks. And people still, Maul, had to go to spring break. People still, Maul, in groves. People was in spring break in groves. Maul, one of the most dangerous things you could ever do when there's a virus, Maul, is eat. <laughs> like, one of the most dangerous things you could do is eat out. 
That's most most dangerous stuff. You talk more. You talk about food, bro. You talk about man. You know how sacred that like a kitchen. Like if you really about that life, do you know how they make chefs? Like a lot of people think when you talk about a chef, you talk about uh, preparing food. It's just like being a surgeon. They spend more time on cleanliness, mall, when you're a chef than anything else because. You you got your faith. You Ma, like you you talking over the food, like all of that, right? Ma, the world was about to die because they couldn't go to spring break. Die because they couldn't go to a baseball game, a basketball game, football. Bro, people don't know. One of the greatest ways they set you up is making you a fiend for entertainment. A fiend, Ma. A fiend to be entertained. And guess what happens? People who who do a lot of entertaining. They don't produce as much. Like the two of them don't go together. You feel me? Like, like, like you can't do 50 hours of entertainment and then you do 50 hours of produce. Something about, something about entertaining more strips you of your, your, your wanting to produce. So here's what I tell people. Look, I produced, I produced from the time more, I think I was probably about, man, I had to be about, tw at 21 was the day I was like, all right, E, let's go. Now I'm not saying that what I produced at 21 was the same thing I'm producing at 50, but I'm telling you at 21, I thing, got though, it. But, but E, that's, don't, don't skip over that part because that's what I was trying to say earlier. You couldn't produce like you're producing now if you didn't start at the no, 21. No, no, no question. You, you, you see what I'm right. saying? And people don't understand yeah. that step. That's the part you miss is that. Yep. I don't care how stupid the little production is, you could start making little baby paper mache cookies in your house yep. right now. Yep. At some point, if you continue with it, you will be EF50 and producing speeches that are worth more than gold. And, and here's the deal, Maul. Every time I produced, it took a little bit more out of that wanting to be entertained. Mm -hmm. It took a little bit more out of that wanting to be self-gratified. It took a little bit more out of what people think about me. I don't care. Because here's what I didn't want, Maul. I didn't want, I didn't want to, I didn't want you to. Ah, I, Ma, I was no longer concerned about what you saw. What I didn't want, Ma, was, and I saw my, I, listen to me. Y'all will probably never hear me say this. I'll never say it, say it again. The thing that really gave me a bad rub for suits is that I was in college, Ma, and dudes was dressing like it's somebody who made eight figures, Ma. They could dress. But I knew Ma, they have a piss, a, a, a pot, pot to, to piss in, in or whether to throw it out of Ma. They in college. <laughs> Ma, they was in college, Ma. But they had to look, Ma. And and people and people would be manipulated. You know, people, you know, people could get in trouble. Why? Because they looked a certain way, Ma, and then they made it look like it. So they had this life. But Ma, I knew, bro, you don't got that life. You got the suit. You don't got the life. And the one thing I hated, Ma, is I never wanted, I, Ma, I did not care how people thought I lived. I really wanted to be able to live the way I lived. You feel me? So when C say he got two entrees, I swear to you, I, bruh, I, I couldn't wait for the day that I could go buy something and not buy it and be looking at, okay, I just ordered dinner for me and Didi, but I don't really know how much this stuff costs. I gotta be careful. Ma, I couldn't wait for the day, Ma, when I told my man, let me get, let me get the turkey burger with the french fries and the and the uh, tamale cakes. Hey, and you ain't gotta do it right now, but I want that chicken, I want that, ch I want that pot, the ch uh, what do you call it, Ma, the uh, uh, Parmesan, but I want it white, no red sauce. My man like, 
For where? For to go. My man, like, what you want? The dinner portion. You know what I'm right, saying, Ma? Right, right, and Ma, right, I was right. so geek, not just to get the two entrees, but I was so geek, Ma, that, yo, I'm about to live this life yeah. and prayerfully until I die or Jesus come. I'm never going to have to go backwards, Ma. Like, yo, this is my life for real, for real. I don't care what nobody think. And, and so that came from producing. And I see so many people who want people to think they have something that they don't. You feel me? And, and that life is tricky because you really don't have what you acting like you have. You don't. But I really got what I say I got, Maul. You feel me? And so, um, yeah, y'all, 21 that, years old. I think, hold on. You just you just said why. I, I think we just saw my main problem with social media. Like, you don't have to show your work. You don't. Ma, just, just like you said, Maul with yeah, Jazzy. Like, you don't. Yeah, you, you don't. You could just say 1 million, 300, and yeah. you just show. Like, yeah. look, I'm trying to show, I'm trying not, that's why I love this podcast. Like, for real, that's why I wanted to talk about this today. We showing our work. Carl, this is not, Solo Creator Pro does not exist without this. Absolutely. Absolutely, see. We trying to show our work, and we're trying to show you our work. And it's a lot of, you could just go on, I love it, you could just go on IG. Bro, I don't, you could, you somebody down the street at the dealership might let you roll a phantom for two seconds around the corner. All you got to do is snap right. two pictures and post it. Yeah. You ain't got to say nothing. People in yeah. the comments like, oh, that's yeah. fire. You like, yeah. you get a, the muscle emoji. Yeah. You like, I ain't never, you see what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to show your work. And we come from an era where, that sounds like the old head podcast. I'm, I'm almost 40, <laughs> y'all, can you tell? We come from an era where we had to show our work. Yeah. Like, yo, we literally had to show our, like, y'all see it. Look at the pictures. He ain't even speaking to like nobody. I don't know, you can't see it, but I'm looking like, it's about, 35 people in the room. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying that's where we came from. We were yeah. in a producer's mindset from the jump. So stop saying, oh, I don't have. No, you trying to build Solo Creator Pro, build your doggone DVD first. Yeah. Get your DVD. What's your DVD? I don't care and, who and, you are. And, and, and you scared and, and, to produce because you think. think we got we got to say this, C. We got to say this. We are not hating. Oh, no, not at Listen all. Listen to me. Well, I, I promise you, to all my young people listening, if you could guarantee your success by just showing a video, I would tell you to show as many videos as you possibly can. I'm really not being mean. What we're really doing is trying to help you because the way you're doing it is not going to secure the life that you're showing. What we trying to tell you is we really want you to live the life that you say you want to live. We really want it for you. But what we're trying to tell you is you cannot just give the answer. You got to show your work. And why do you have to show your work? Because when you show your work, man, let me tell y'all something. Bruh, Ma, 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 let me tell you something, Ma. There are things that I just don't bump, bump. Man, the freedom is the thing I love the most. I, the freedom, Ma, I love the freedom of when I want to get up, I can get up. When I want to go to bed, I can go. Diddy was pissed at me uh, the other day. She like, these last uh, month, you've been going to bed at 5.30. Ma, on life, Ma. On life. On life, Ma. 5.30. I'm in the bed. I ain't sleep, but I'm in the bed drinking my little drink. If I want to watch CNN, hey, bro, 5.30. You drinking now, I, <laughs> What you drinking? <laughs> What's he saying? You drinking now? I'm done with yeah. Saturday drink, at five. Yeah, so, yeah, I got my little drink, Ma. So what happens, Ma, you know, because... You know, CJ always say, don't drink your calories. 
So what yeah. I do is I put a thing of water, essential water in the freezer, get it like almost like a slushy, do, do three-fourths mm. of it, and then hit it with a little Welch's drink. Watch you know out, what I'm saying? Watch out, like, You know what I'm saying, Ma? It ain't, <laughs> I'm not really drinking. It sounds drink sound like a yeah. gateway yeah. seed. That's you know, what it sounds like. I'm just trying not to drink the whole uh, Welch because seed said you ain't supposed to drink your calories. Yeah, so I, I go all the way up to the top and I put a little grape in. Little but boat. Ma, what I love yeah. the most about life is freedom, Ma. Ma, the freedom of no, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to go speak this month. Nope, I don't want to do a whole bunch of um, uh, content. Nope, I just want to go to the beach and chill. Like Ma, the freedom, bump the money, bump the money. It's the freedom that, bruh, I don't have to do a tour on all the hot radio shows on all. The, I don't got to go sit on the Good Morning Show and talk so I can make a, a living, Ma. Like, yo, I don't want to do that, Ma. I'm not interested. I don't want to be on nobody's talk show. I don't want to be interviewed. And when I do, I'll do it. But right now, I don't feel like it. And still can be on top of the world. Why? Because I'm a producer. Yeah. So I don't have to go yeah. to other, what do you call it, see? I don't have to go to other institutions or other mediums that produce and, 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 and um, man, I want to make sure I'm saying this right, see, and, and, and leverage their producing. I've leveraged my own. We've leveraged our own producing. So we don't got to go to other people who produce and get on their stuff and go, can you please boost my ratings? Can you please? I don't have to do that. It's, I, I don't have to do it. And so I'm trying oh, to tell man, young people, e. yeah, I literally want you to live the life you live. Like the that's life the you say you want to live, you want to, a lot of y'all, you might be able to, you might be able to buy a pair of shoes for a thousand dollars once. <laughs> once. You might be able to buy, you know, that purse once. I'm trying to tell you, I don't want you to have to fake it and buy it once and take pictures with 60 angles. I want you to literally, if you want to wake up every day and you want to buy you a new Louis, you want to buy you a new car, yeah, some of y'all got a car, but let's just keep it 100. You're leasing it, or if you ain't leasing it, you you living from check to check, but you can't you can't more. And I'm not suggesting that you cash out on a vehicle, but what I'm telling you is you couldn't cash out on the vehicle if you wanted to. So you're making it look like you have a life that you don't have. I'm saying, why don't you do the work to just live the life you want to live for real, for real, and not something on social media. So don't get it twisted. I'm not angry. I'm not upset. This is passion for. If you put as much work in in the dark as you do in the light trying to prove stuff to people, you could really have what it is you say you want and you can have it the duration of your life. Yeah, and let me tell you why this is important. I do a lot of joking about E getting hooked up, but it, the reality is, you know, and I want, uh, you got to hear this, and I'm trying to let you behind the curtain. When you produce, what happens is you end up with other producers and it's exponential growth. It's a secret society. I'm just being real. Like I didn't realize that until we got to a certain level of production. But I told I don't I haven't had a chance to tell Carl yet, but I told Ian Maul, who we Toby and I were on the Zoom with yesterday. And I'm like, yo, how did we get here? And I'm thinking about how we got here. Oh, my man produced at a really high level, and we produced at a really high level. So we got to jump on the Zoom together. I'm on the Zoom with one of the biggest artists of all times, whatever. That's not even where I'm going. Where I'm going is when you start to produce, again, it's compound interest, like he just said. So he has been producing for so long, it's compound interest. I told Ma the other day, I said, bruh, do you know, and shout out to, to, to my homegirl, she know who she is, she listening. Bruh, 
one of my favorite restaurants in the world. Do you know, bruh, what Ma, I told Ma, I took my whole family out. Do you know that when I got the bill, it was zeroed out? Carl, zero. So, so that was so now, mind you, I done been back multiple times. The last time, I guess some kind of way the server didn't know who I was, which I was cool with because I wanted, you know how we get down. I want to pay. I put my card in. I tipped out the server. Great. Everything, right? Bro, you could ask my wife. We driving home. I got a phone call that said, what are you doing? And I, and I was like, oh, no, no, no. We good. Don't worry about it. I was like, I got, you know, I felt good. Like I, and the young lady told me, um, yeah, I already, I don't know what you're talking about. I already zeroed out the bill. Bro, the other day, Ma, we in, we, we, we at the game. How, how nice is the suite? Oh, man. Beautiful. Top notch. It look like an owner suite. Top notch. Yeah, I'm sure. Bro, <laughs> it was an owner suite. Again, I'm not being funny, but I'm looking like, wow, Carl, here's the crazy thing I told Ma. I said, Ma, now that I can afford it, Right. And he got to pay for it. pay for it. Ain't that crazy? Fan, I'm tripping. Ain't no, I'm, I'm literally tripping. Like, yo, I can afford to go to dinner and cash the blank out. We can do wine. You can get the, the big plate. You can get anything and now it's zeroed out. But what I'm trying to tell you is when producers run into other producers, the, the, the exchange isn't even money. She produced at a high level. I produced at a high level. So guess what? It's things I could do and look out. Oh, man. Am I making sense? Uh, like no the question. currency is not even money anymore at that level. When you get to the level that E's at, okay, let's just look at E and Chris Paul. That They can't give each other money. They great friends. Chris might need E to come speak at the camp. Boom, it's done. He might need Chris to come, you know, holler at our mastermind. Boom. It's, like, it's not even what you think it is when you begin to produce at a higher level. You think money all the time because you're a consumer. But when you get on the other side and you start to be a producer, money is not even important anymore. The, the actual money is just the thing. I said it's like Cash App. I don't even think Cash App real. Like I told, like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. I told my brother the other day, I said, yo. I don't yeah. really use Cash App like that, but I might, let's say I keep like $1,500 in there. The crazy thing is it just go like this. Like Trey go to the barber, I cash app him 40. Me and Trey go out to eat. I pay on my credit card, he cash app me. Like it's never even tangible. And that's what happens when you become a producer. And I used to tease E and be like, yo, E like staying in five-star hotels free. They come down, he got a free meal. I'm like, yo, this is like Nike, Jordan giving him free shoes. I'm like, yo, but now I realize when you start producing at a higher level, money ain't even what you think it is. Yeah, you don't really need a lot of it, bro. You don't need, you really you don't. don't. Need a lot of I'm, it. I'm, I'm being, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to tell you as blatantly as I can for those of you who have still not got on the producer side and you're saying, oh, it seems like a long journey to that. Correct. But when he was 21 and he started producing and he said, it don't look like it looked now, of course it didn't. When Carl started producing, these, and it don't, like, I guarantee you, Solo Creator Pro ain't about to show you this. They about to show you the 2027 <laughs> version of this. Yeah. Why? Because Carl has produced so much, but he couldn't get there without this. 
What is your what is this? What is this DVD for you? You have to start producing that in your own life. And it important, but isn't that what you just said is important? This is why now we tie it all together. This is why it's so important that you're able to show your work. Mm. Because when you get around other producers, when you get around other people that know the equation of how they got there, mm -hmm. they can see right through you. And they know that are you just coming up with the answer? Or did you really work this problem out? Did you really take the necessary steps? Yeah. And so by showing your work, it's not for us. It's for mm -hmm. you. It's so that you can have longevity and it's so that you can position yourself to be around other producers. When I'm around Carl, Carl is able to tell me step by step on how he got to where he is today. Everything he's able to show his work, not just tell me, he's able to show me exactly what got him to this point in his life. When I'm around E, the same thing. He's able to show his work from years and years and years, and then now all of a sudden the final equation is the number one motivational speaker in the world. Some of y'all get into the number one motivational speaker in the world, and you ain't never even did nothing. You ain't yeah. even did step one. And then you don't know what to do once you get there, Maul. But you're you, you right. You're not even really there. You're there in your mind, but you're not yeah. really there. You didn't, Absolutely. You just... Boom, the answer. This is the answer. Here I am. This is who I am. You ain't took no steps. CJ did not get to being CJ just from, you know, waking up one day saying I'm CJ. Looking it's like steps. Malcolm X. I truly believe. No, I truly believe the worst thing that ha can happen to you is to be a one is to get one hot record, your very first one. No, I'm serious. Like for a musician. Like you, your very first single, just go to the moon. I think that's the worst thing that can happen for you. Like you, that's why they call them one hit wonders. Cause you don't have nothing to stand on. You ain't got like, I look at Toby. Toby fan base went like this, uh, 10K, 20K, 30K, 40K, 50K, like all the way up. E fan base, when E start, when E started before social media, it went do, do, do. So now when you get there, you got a foundation to stand on. So you want to it's build it now. It's still taking forever to get from 1.9 to, to 2 million. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on. I mean, I'm just being real, Mark, because we're still building it organically. Yep. I'm not buying. I'm not buying followers. I'm not calling my people and asking them, can they put my stuff on their stuff so that it can go to 2 mil? Ma, I wouldn't even want a number that's fake, Ma. If I only got 1400, I want 1400 cuz that's what I work for. Yeah, I don't yeah. want I, I don't want 2 214,000 so it could look like to other people I have more than what I have. It don't you got some people that can have 10 mil. 10 million don't mean it's more than the person that's got 5 mil. It, mm. it doesn't mean it's a substantial. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't take away from somebody with 5 or somebody with 10. I don't know why I, we talk we tease, but there was a time when people used to buy and then I don't know, I, I don't know what happened, Ma. You could buy like fans, right? And then one day, mm -hmm. I guess they found out it was a it was a scheme. They did. And then they took all the people you bought. Bro, I'm talking about Ma. Somebody had 150,000. They cleaned them jokers out. My man got 5,000 followers. It's like, yo, what you had 150,000. What happened? Uh, Ma, majority of them was fake. So it's like, do the real work, even though the real work may seem like it's exhausting. Do the real work because if you do the real work, you gonna have a real life. And I, I don't want to. I'm gonna say it like this, see, because again, y'all know I just got on Instagram by force, like like C and I joke. But see, I had listen to what I'm saying closely. I had more customers than subscribers. Right. 
than followers, yeah, I mean. Picture, like, that, I, I yeah. really want people let to understand what in. I'm saying. Like, I ain't never got on social media like, yo, I'm about to get whatever. I ain't, I don't even have a number to say. I can't even fake it. I, I got on there because I had a product, see? And, like, listen, I put a system together that I'm going to use to help you. Like, I'm not even on here for that. Like, I ain't posting my kids. I, ain't, I, I, I probably shouldn't say this out loud. But I'm not a fan of social media, like C just said. Like, I'm not that dude that just want to be on it. I'm an introvert by niche. I don't want nobody looking at, at me or my stuff. Like, let me just be real. But when I put it out, C, my first 200 followers came after they had subscribed to the program. You understand what I'm saying? They came after. So whatever my numbers are now, majority of them came through Solo Creator Pro and then went to Instagram. You get what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't even know why that's a metric that we use it. I mean, I get it. You got more people, you're going to close 10% of deals. Okay, so you got $2 million, you close 200 I don't I, know, I, Carl. Close 10% of what? Most people mm -hmm. on social media not even trying to close, to close on something, nothing. But that's They're true. not trying to close on nothing. They just want attention. They just want to be affirmed. It's not making them no money. The average person ain't going, oh, I got 2,000 people. I'm going to sell this. Most people ain't selling nothing. They're just, they're just showing their life. They're not making money off of it. You feel me? And so it's like, why, why would you have a medium? You could do both. I'm not suggesting that you don't do nothing social on it. You don't show where you at and what you're doing. But why, why, why do the low-hanging fruit? Why do the one that just show what you're doing, but you're not making no money you get from so it? get so much more out Why of it. Why wouldn't you do both? Why wouldn't you? I see people all the time just showing their stuff off, but they're not showing their business. I get on to show my business. I'm a speaker. I do consulting. I train. Uh, go for it. You feel me? Like, yo, look at what I do. Here's a sample of what I do. Come try the whole meal. But most people, like, you're not selling nothing. And so my thing would be, Keep showing people what you're doing. I, I understand why you're doing it. You're trying to prove something to people that you're productive. Okay, cool. But why are you showing me you working out if you're not a physical trainer? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you just showing me you on there working out every day? What you working out for? Okay, so if you're going to show me you working out, show me you working out for a reason. Like, some type of, you trying to get some type of credibility so that in whatever industry you're in, people can go, Oh, that person's credible. I'm not going to lie. Like, now I don't do it often, but if I ever show, you know, my marriage, I've been married over 30 years. I want to show you that, yo, I know, I know how to take something from the ground level. You feel me? That, it, that ain't perfect. That wasn't perfect. And I, I can show you that, I, man, I can take it from whatever it was to where, wherever you see it at now. Like, you see the happiness, you see the bliss. Like I'm showing you this where I was, this where I'm at. I'm showing you our business. Like C showed you that whatever. I'm showing you that to show you that this is where we are. Now this is where we at now. And so for a lot of you, what are you showing? I guess that's my question. What are you showing? Do you know why you're showing it? Are you a part of the system? Is the institution like um, programming you? Or do, like, did they tell you why to get on social media? Did they tell you this is what you're supposed to be doing? Or do you know why you're doing it? Do you have a purpose? Do you have a function? Because if you don't, just listen to me. When DD get on, Jamal, I promise you, I've never wasted a family picture, Maul. I've never put up a family picture just so you can see uh, DD. I've never wasted a video, Maul. Every video, I, I never wasted a shirt, Maul. <laughs> I never wasted a shirt, Maul. I'm wearing a shirt for a specific reason, right? So 
I just want, for those of you on social media, just ask yourself, are you on there so that the people who produced it can get content from you because that's what they doing. You keep it, you keep in there, whatever their Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, when you do your TikTok, when you, when you show your stuff, you are literally creating content for them. And trust me, they not just doing it just to be seen. And when they, when you, when you have one point, whatever million, there are commercials that go with it, that there's money that they're making from it. So if they're making money off of you, at what point are you gonna make money off of them? Yeah, I told you, if 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 you are using the service for free, you are the product. We said that before mm. in this podcast. If you are using it for free, <laughs> you are the product. So to just ease point, one line, just be intentional with your consumption. Let me say it like that. If you're going to consume, be intentional with your consumption that this is going to lead somewhere. Like, it, I ain't just doing it to do it. Just be intentional with it. The only thing we're going to give you permission to consume Let's go. <laughs> I got E. I got E. He didn't know where I was going. Yeah, well, you know where you was going. You just wanted to switch it up. He knew where he was going. Hey, uh, Organifi. Shout out to Organifi, the Superfood Green Juice Powder, keeping this podcast powered up, man. About to go drink something right now. Uh, Organifi.com. Use the promo code SUCCESS, all right? Uh, and and uh, you get twenty percent off your order. All right, so make sure you do that. Maul, what's going on with Make Real Estate Real? Excellent live, by the way, man. It was dope seeing um, man people interact and go to the next level. More people doing joint venture deals, which is amazing. Uh, what's going on with Make Real Estate Real, brother? Man, but hey, we got people. It seems like somebody's coming in town now in Chicago at least once a week to come check on a the property they just purchased uh, that they're fixing. Uh, shout out to April Smith. If you listening, uh, she's doing, she's from Atlanta, doing a flip here in Chicago. Um, she said she's doing it all by herself. She was nervous. She was scared. She said the course, though, put her at ease. And now she's realizing the dream, man. She said she's going to take this money and then keep re uh, reinvesting it so that she can pay her house off in Atlanta cash. Come so on, I was man. Like, she got a purpose, bro. Come on, man. Come she on, got man. a purpose. So, yeah. So that's what I said, man. Do make real estate real. We are no longer helping people just buy properties. We helping you um, live in your purpose, whatever dream yeah. it is you want, man. So and you one property producer. away. Yep. Carl, Solo Creative Pro, what's happening? Hey, man. I just want to say, y'all heard C talk about Marshall. Like, we talk about Nikki. Like, man, Nikki and I went live on Friday in the group. And I'm just, when I tell y'all, like, I'm excited because I just told y'all I ain't necessarily a lover of social media, but that's fine. If you're trying to learn it, Nikki's in there. And I'm talking about, dude, mm. she just dropped some gems. She dropped some gems on Friday. So I'm saying, you got access to not just me. Marshall in there, Nikki in there, the whole team, Jose, Isaiah, Nick, the whole team, y'all. So y'all talking about, you see, just talked about the DVD and all mm -hmm. that. We giving you every part of this process, y'all, like everything. What you're so, for. Yeah, come on, stop playing. <laughs> don't fail me now. A pro. Come on. <laughs> they giving you more than what you're funking for, Mar. I promise. Oh, man. Uh, make sure y'all go check them out. E, uh, we're going to Mexico. 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 Uh, now, that's like social media for me. I don't want to do it right now. You know what I'm saying, Ma? Not right now, Ma, but we go, hey, you know how I am. Once I get over there, I'm going to give them, I'm just, I'm just mad that the company, you know, they forcing me, Ma. I'm like, can we just wait into the fall when we get everybody vaccinated, get everybody good? Yeah, no, we, uh, we going now. You know what I'm saying? You a man of faith, so, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you stay prayed up. We're going to be just fine. Um, no, but, but Ma, being real, Ma, 
COVID robbed me of my high 99 flight attendant. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I ain't been oh. on the plane more yeah. than over a year. You know what I'm saying? Serving them up, Ma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally ain't been on a plane in, uh, since London. So it's been like 13 months. So, wow. Yeah, be nah, my man. first, my very first flight, dog. Um, let's see. Anything else we missing? Um, hey, we going, we doing a podcast out there? Yes, sir. Oh, bring all y'all mics, the wireless mics y'all got. Bring them. We got to go back old school for this one. Oh. Go find them. I know y'all oh. buried them somewhere because y'all got fancy, but go find them. Bring them all my, here. Hey, y'all know I travel with my roadcaster. <laughs> I travel with my roadcaster. But we don't, need the, we don't need the box, right? No, no, no. Just bring, yeah, just bring your mic. Well, you know okay. what I'm saying? The two pieces, the receiver and the, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. the hookup. Okay. We ain't, as long as we ain't got to bring the Zoom. Mm-mm. I'd be scared to bring that Zoom. I might break it. Um, all right, so we our next podcast would be live from the beach. You know let's go. Um, all right. Um, hey, we I, let's do it from East. You know, E gonna have a penthouse presidential <laughs> oh suite. So let's do it from all <laughs> the, the beach. Do don't me, even Ma. look good. Enough. I ain't never scheduled East, that mall. I ain't never scheduled that mall. I don't know who be doing that mall. I don't uh, know. A had a whole. Remember E door on the last one. In Jamaica. <laughs> oh my God, the doors? <laughs> oh, come on, man. You know what I'm I know Meanwhile. Camille be looking at me like, she every time that we go somewhere, I'll be like, babe, what type of room you want to get? She said, I want an ET room. Every oh, time, no, bro. <laughs> even, even a Swiss hotel, we want, that's what we tell them at the Swiss. We be like, hey, can we get the, the ET, ET suite? suite. <laughs> ET special. Wow. Um, I don't know how so that yeah, happens, we'll do a pod I think CB there. set um, me up for failure. <laughs> C, get me a big room so you can create animosity between. <laughs> The, the, the crew. Like, you know hey, I mean? like, hey, a little tension is good. You know what I'm saying? It's good to keep people on their game. You know give you something to work for. I don't you, need give us something to work for. That's what um, CJ be telling me now. He be like, Ma, every time I be like, see, man, I'm tired, dog. I just want to rest. He be like, dog, don't you want a suite like E.T.? Don't you want to <laughs> take your wife don't to you a suite? Come on. Like Mr. E.T. Mr. E.T. Carl, you taking the family, the whole family? or Nah, Tamisha, well, just be in prayer, y'all. Tamisha's still waiting on her passport. She said to get it renewed, and we still ain't got it back yet. So it's supposed to be me and Tamisha. So I'm, I'm by faith claiming, Ma, oh, that we there. Week. Yeah, we got oh, the whole week. We got a whole week, yeah. see? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, no, I'm yeah. being in prayer for real because you yeah, ain't going. For real, for you real. know what I'm saying? She like, look, you <laughs> ain't Australia, going. They made it to Australia. Yes, sir. They oh, made it. Sure. Oh, we, did, we did this before. Yeah, yeah we did this sure. before. So. Um, oh, yeah, no, we definitely in prayer on that then. Um, all right, cool. Well, I'll let y'all go then. That's it. You know, we got, hey, I don't feel like I, we was in as big a rush because it's early. You know what I'm saying? He got us <laughs> doing these early boys again, so. Uh, nah, appreciate y'all. I think that's it. Y'all go uh, check out Solo Creator Pro, make real estate real. And uh, those of you coming to Mexico, we'll see you uh, in a couple days. All right. Uh, y'all stay safe. We'll see, see you next, next week. week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity.